When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to begin boarding. If we could ask for your cooperation, would you all please remain seated? Well, how'd you sleep last night? I don't believe that's any of your business. <laughs> if you go to a Bansy Fall and you want to have a Prance and Hansel all in fub with you, don't forget to slop your dripper. <laughs> Mr. Nightlinger, what's for breakfast? Dude, apples, bacon, and biscuits. Well, forget the apples. Slap some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. You're on the high ground with Craig Flowers. T.Y. Henderson is great to be back, my friend. Those locks are looking good. You need a haircut. Soon. Soon. Allons-y. Texans. Good morning, Texans, and everybody getting here as fast as you possibly can. Oh, but remember why you're coming and what you left, and don't mess with Texas. Yes, indeed, there are a lot of states, I guess, that are great. But as we know, there's only one great state. Learn it. Know it. Live it. Live, local, digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Horn, the Horn, Austin. My name is Craig Flowers. Good morning from the banks of 360. You're listening to the high ground, pushing the buttons, as they say up in Manhattan, as the Jaspers are in town. After taking one on the chin during their spring break over at UFC Udishwalk Field, and they will probably take another one on the chin, and rightfully so, today and tomorrow, um, and riding shotgun. Seating to my right, your left, creating the beer effect. The pride of East Austin, the UC Davis cornerback. Everybody's talking about him. They always do. He is the owner of the world's most lovely Rottweiler. Ten combat deployments as a special operations helicopter pilot, both in the Army and the Navy. In the Navy. Jamie. Frazier. Everybody's talking about Jamie Frazier. Good morning, my friend. Well, Jamie Dixon took it on the chin, too, last night. He did. 66-60. to The Longhorns beat the beloved Horned Frogs out of Fort Worth. And away we go. TC will probably be a five seed in the dance. Uh, The Longhorns sitting probably looking at a two if you listen to Rinaldi, who's 96% accurate with his predictions in bracketology. My friend, I've been on the road quite a bit. Um, let me break down these two weeks. Started out in Palestine, Texas, the Piney Woods, of Palestine, with Jeff Fry, uh, a couple other folks. We were having the Beast Feast, the annual Beast Feast, where we uh, we prepared all the organic protein harvest that we have come across over the year. We had elk and venison and ducks and pheasant. It was awesome. 
And from there, I uh, went to Fort Worth, where Jeff Fry and I have partnered to do a, a baseball academy, baseball camp developmental experience on the 13th and 14th of May um, at South Fork, Texas, the South Fork uh, baseball complex there. It is the probably the best baseball facility I've ever seen in my life, indoor, outdoor. I mean, this thing goes on and on and on. And we are committed on the Mother's Day weekend to do our first baseball camp together. This has been in the works for about two years, and finally we found a home for our camp. We are uh, branding that and figuring out all that stuff. We're actually looking for a videographer, uh, if you know of one, Jamie, that we could uh, pay about 500 bucks to come out and capture the visuals because, as we know, if you don't capture the visuals, the event never happened in the eyes of the public. From Fort Worth, I traveled up to Norman, Oklahoma. What? Yeah, I had to go. A little red goes a long way. Skip Johnson, head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, was having a uh, an event called Sooners Helping Sooners. And if you know, if you listen to this show, and you should, you know Skip Johnson attended one of the finest junior colleges in the great state, Ranger Junior College, where they want you to be happy. And if there's anything you want and they haven't got, they'll show you how to get along without it. Uh, Skip Johnson and I both went to Ranger Junior College at different times, and I had to. I was asked to go up there and share a few anecdotes. I did not wear red. No, I was probably the only one in the room not wearing red. And from there, drove all the way back down uh, to Fort Worth again, over to Abilene for the Air It Out Academy. I brought some flyers in here so folks could actually see the great Longhorn legend David Thomas, who develops the receivers at the Air It Out Academy, now celebrating 32 years their headquarters in Abilene, Texas, and then jumped on a plane over to Mobile, Alabama, where I worked with Cadence Bank. Um, They had a big sales retreat. Their insurance division had record sales, and so was there for a a couple of days, got back to Dallas, and now Jamie arrived in East Austin at your humble abode, which I so appreciate being able to spend some time with you. you. Did you let the dog out? The dog can let itself out. Okay, but it didn't leave at the front yard when you left this morning. No, 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 oh, no. Okay, thank no, you. I did. Uh, I did give CJ a a swine schwein ear. Um, hope that was okay. She's greatly appreciative. Oh, she fell in love with that ear. Oh, did she ever? What a show today! Unbelievable. We're going to celebrate some things today. You got to celebrate. You got to pause to celebrate. Conduct act after action reviews. Celebrate mentally grounded on the ground with your teammates. We're going to celebrate a five-year anniversary for a local company here and a good friend of our show, a good personal friend as well. And then um, he's sitting here to my right. We'll get to him in just a second. And then at 1030, the trainer for a $25,000 Colt, not 30000 E. Hogan, $25,000 we paid for this Colt in 2021, who's headed to the Kentucky Derby confidence game you may have heard about him, the People's Horse from the People's Stables, entitled Don't Tell My Wife Stables. We're going to have not only the trainer, Keith DeSormo, his brother Kent DeSormo is a jockey. Kent does not ride confidence game, by the way. The the great James Graham out of Ireland. He's a a proper jockey riding confidence game to the Kentucky Derby. And um, we're going to break down how this is all going to happen. Jamie Frazier, you're going to be on Ross Perot's 737 along with our guest here today and the Chief Texan from Chiso's Boots as we are going to leave Alliance Airport the morning of the Derby, 98 people on board, 
And I got to get J. I got to get with JJ Gotch because he needs an invite to this thing. JJ Gotch needs to be on this plane with us. We're going to leave about eight thirty in the morning. Go up, have escort straight to Churchill Downs. We're going to be in the final stretch club in the owners box. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm saying this. I mean, it sounds as bizarre and unbelievable as it truly is. But the Chiso's Boots is going to be there, and uh, you're going to be there, and. Jeff Fry's not going to be there. He's going to be watching. Jeff's not going? No. He was offered the opportunity, but I think he's going to do some of the hard work, some of the back-end work for our baseball camp on the 13th and 14th of May up near Dallas. Uh, but I'm glad the Chiso's Boots guy is uh, Chief Texan. Will Roman's going to be there, and that gets us to, well, that gets us to what you wait for, the most comfortable boot in the world, in my opinion. And I've worn many, not all, but I've worn many, uh, Chiso's boots just building it the right way. I mean, this is a boot you can wear for 12 hours, 14 hours. I've never worn it for 15 hours, but I know what it's like for 12, 14. It feels like you're not even wearing boots. Best looking boot made from retired dairy cow leather. Oh, he tumbles it and tumbles it. He has a special way of doing it. And it's just, as you say, Jamie, how do you describe those boots? I mean, you've coined that phrase. They feel like leather slippers, sir. They are. Leather slippers. Chiso's Boots. Well, they bring us the Chiso's Boots Morning Story. The Morning Story. The most elite teams in the world, well, they know one another. They care for one another. Therefore, they can challenge one another. Average teams, representing the majority, well, I'm in a position of authority. I tell you what to do. I own the company. I'm the CEO, I'm the president, I'm the director, I'm the commander. I tell you what to do, you do it or else. I'm going to act like I care for you by acting how you're asking you how your day is at the break room and then pretending to know you at the annual Christmas party. That's how average the majority of teams behave. This week in Mobile, Alabama, at the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa, I got to speak about this, Cadence Bank trying to get to that elite level, trying to get to the no-care challenge. I thought about this with a lot of window shield time as I drive across the great state. Can you imagine, now that our little horse is in the Kentucky Derby, if I just decided today to go to the paddock, to go to his training grounds and start telling this horse what to do. This horse doesn't know me. I've never cared for this horse. How could I expect, even though I'm a owner, 3.17%, of this horse. How could I expect this horse to respond to anything that I ask it to do or tell it to do? Oh, I can't. I've never laid a hand on this horse. I've never cared for this horse. I've never cleaned this horse's stable. I've never fed this horse. No, that would be foolish. Yet, many leaders make that mistake. They're in a position of authority, the named leader. Without knowing or caring, those steps, they tell people what to do, bark out commands. Uh, that's an inauthentic organization. It would be foolish of me to do that with our employee. Yes, we own part of the, the company, the stable. We own the stable, but that horse, well, who knows that horse? Who's cared for that horse? Well, it's not me. Certainly not Kirk Godby will join us at 1030. No, it's really, really three people really know the horse. First, the trainer, Keith DeSormo, he knows this horse. He's cared for this horse. Yes, he can challenge this horse. 
the caretaker, her name escapes me right now, but she's with this horse nearly every day. She knows, she cares, she can challenge the horse. But the person that knows the horse the most, oh, the one that's with him at five in the morning, feeds him and cares, that's Alfonso. Alfonso knows this horse. Well, that's who you trust when you decide if you're going to run this horse this week or next week or in said race or any other race. Trust the process, Nick Saban says, out of Tuscaloosa. But very few organizations have real objective processes that they can trust. Oh, at a time where we're winning, where we're having record sales, we're going to the Kentucky Derby with a $25,000 colt. Oh, now is the time to double down, trusting those that actually know care and have challenged the horse before no care challenge that's the secret formula that's a process you can actually trust and that's the chiso's boots morning story what say you jamie i grew up, I grew up with horses just give them a whole bunch of uh sugar cubes that like you doesn't matter sugar no. sugar cubes yeah peppermint a handful of that They'll come up and hang out with you Peppermint's good. The great Zenyatta, who has bloodlines to our horse confidence game. Zenyatta, the filly, the big filly that finished 19-1. and one. I like big fillies, and I cannot lie. They are great. She was an unbelievable horse, a Hall of Famer. Well, she's got somehow half-sister related to confidence game. People like that. We like that as owners. I promise you that. You know, on this show, on our little – this is the first hour of our one-hour show – on our show, we've had great local Texas companies that we've introduced here. One of them is Chisos Boots. Another one is Antonelli's Cheese Shop. They sat right here, the two owners. Now they're big time. You see them on the credit card commercials all the time now. Antonelli's Cheese Shop, a great local company that launched about five years ago, about the same time our guest launched his company, Sea Home Watches. Sea Home Watches, the great Todd Adams. A Texan out of Dallas started this company, and now they celebrate five years, their five-year anniversary. When we come back from the banks of 360, the Seaholm District now has a watch. Todd Adams telling us all about it. By the way, his watch, <laughs> it's going to be in the owner's box at the Kentucky Derby. We'll be back. Views expressed on this program do not reflect those of the horn or any other sane human being. I love the nightlife, I love my bud light, I like them cold. Ain't tall, I ain't much on mowing thick grass. I'm too slow for working too fast. I don't do windows, so honey, don't ask. Pretty good at drinking beer. Oh, we are pretty good at drinking beer. Jamie Frazier and I met over a pecan porter many years ago, and now uh, I don't like doing windows either. I don't either. I what just is it don't. I don't know. I tell you, the hardest window to clean is the window shield of of one's car. You just can't get to that one spot, and you get a cramp. It's a and Rainex works to a point, but not really. One time I sprayed Rainex, the wind blew it back in my face. Got in my eye. That's not a good feeling. Um, no, I'm not good at windows. Jamie, uh, so CJ, you're Rottweiler, celebrating one year anniversary, not five like our guest. But, She's um, not glad. But you, you gave a great analogy last night when you gave her a command in her, her room that has a lock on it. 
You give her a command, and what did you compare it to? Because I thought it made me laugh. So now hard. she's got a uh, baby gate in front of her little room, and I just tell her to go to her room. She'll go over there and open up the gate with her nose, put herself into prison, and just go walk back in. Just kind of like Otis from uh, what was it, the Andy Griffith show? That had keys. <laughs> the to, town drunk. Yeah, just go put, <laughs> put himself in, check himself out. Uh, I think that's great. That's funny. I don't know if we have time to get to it today, but you had a great observation of someone who is without a home living in Austin, a great place where they can get a, a, a hot shower, a sauna, and really a workout every day. Hopefully we can get to that in the last segment. I want to do that. Coming to the Vicaris Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Always remember the Cantina. Well, it's not the hotline. Um, he's seated here uh, to our right. It is Todd Adams, the founder of Sea Home Watches, named after the Sea Home District. Uh, just a remarkable watch that Jamie and I both wear uh, Kirk Godby uh, is going to wear it. He's worn it all, always. And this will be the your second appearance of your watch in the Kentucky Derby because they had my boy Jack five five years ago. And uh, congratulations on five years of celebrating Sea Home watches. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to believe five years, but uh, yeah, 2018 we started. Uh, we launched it. We actually started a few years before that. You know, prototyping and developing. But um, yeah, it. Five years goes by really fast, and it's been an eventful five years for sure. And your your trips back overseas, how many trips did you make overseas where they finally agreed that, like, okay, we see what you want to build now? Yeah, yeah, it took us a while. You know, we were uh, going to Switzerland quite a, a lot back then. You know, after the pandemic, we, we kind of stopped that, but we still work with them. Um, regularly, you know, on the phone and I, through Zoom and things like that. My favorite so. thing about people that are entrepreneurs and that have succeeded is not so much their success because everyone can see that they can they can look and they're like, oh my god, what a beautiful watch. But the failures. I mean, how many watches you go? Yeah, this isn't it. Yeah, this isn't it. Oh, no, you, buckets. Full yeah, of, you just bucket buckets, buckets full, full of you're dials like, and cases yeah, you're and like, drawings. Like I, I think know, that, yeah. yeah, not quite. Let's yeah. go. Back. You know, a lot of people think you just kind of whip something up yeah. and it comes about really no. easily, but it takes a long time. You know, just I, I don't have really design background, but I kind of knew what I wanted with these watches and, you know, even colors such black and yeah. blues and things. I mean, just the iteration of black and white, it it can blow your mind. But um, yeah, if you guys yeah. out, out there go to his website, what what is your website? Is Seahomeautomatic.com. it's 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 just fun to look at with all the people that different people that have and like the different watches. Yeah. And I I love your watch because I've, I've had a lot of people ask me about the watch. Uh, it's just bulletproof. I just yeah. it's just tough. It's yeah. a, it's a good looking watch, but it's also it's got that weight to it, and it just it's bulletproof. I love it. Yeah, we yeah. just. You know, we wanted to make a watch you could wear every day for a really long time. You know, they're automatic watches, so you put them on, you wear them, they work. Um, there's no battery, there's no plastic parts in them, and they can last really forever. And that's what we wanted to do. We wanted people to you know, buy once and wear and repair if they need to. And I strap uh, it to it my back, yeah. I strap it to my dog to keep it timed when I'm not using it. I just <laughs> put it around, put it on his tail. Yeah, just <laughs> that's a good watch winder. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll put that on the website. For Todd sure. Adams is with us, founder of Sea Home Watches, and it's Sea uh, Home S E A H O L M, named after the Sea Home District. And as you know, with this show, Jamie and I have decided, you know, we want to support Texas companies. You named it after the Sea Home District. What's that story, and how did you decide that? Well, you actually. We named it before there was an, a 
I guess, a, a district. It was really? just the Seahome building. So the Seahome the building was our old utility plant. In Austin. Built in the 50s. Uh, really cool art deco building. It, it was kind of um, empty and, and derelict for, for many years. Um, and I just loved the building. It was built in the 50s, kind of during the Cold War era, to withstand any kind of uh, direct that. hammer hit or explosion. Or And it's just a, it's a, it's a beautiful building. And, and we who, just kind of named it uh, in, in conjunction with that, and we liked the, the sound of it. But, you know, since then, the district has, has grown and blossomed, and it's, it's so really cool. cool and who, who was Seal? Uh, he was the... Um, if I correct, I think he was he the architect or was he the actual? Um, I think he worked for the the city in the in the um, uh, utility area. One of oh, the okay. two. I can't remember exactly. I just like the name. Yeah. yeah, Walter Seaholm was his name. Walter yeah. C. It'd be Seaholm, by the way, would be a great name for a horse. That's right. And it's a cool name. You know, it's kind of referential to outdoors and the ocean, but but not you know uh, to something people have heard all the time so it just stuck we had lists and lists of names and that was the one that kind of worked well, you know the 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 watch that begins with r is the one that uh, a lot of people benchmark towards yeah. in in this class of a watch mm-hmm. and you de- you decided when you look at your white paper that you were going to do whatever the r watch was doing you were going to magnify that if they were going to drop it from x feet to see how it responded you were going to drop from x plus y feet that's right yeah so we just kind of took what was going on the in the industry with kind of the best in the industry and how they were testing their watches and um i have owned many automatic watches one of the problems i i had with them is that you know they just didn't hold up that well um but um yeah we just we said we're going to Try three times, you know what, whatever their shock resistance level is, or water resistance level, or um, anti magnetism, and we just went about testing them and, and kind of developing a watch that really could be used for any and everything, and you don't have to. I love uh, that. Worry about. I love it. that. Yeah. You were you were courageous enough to go out and think. I'm I'm, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And finally, the watchmakers understood what you were doing. And now, I love the story that one of the watchmakers who you work, worked with in Switzerland early on. Mm-hmm. Now, when he goes to watch conventions, yeah, he, he wears, wears our watch. He yeah, wears so, your watch. Yeah, that's, that's a cool, cool story. Yeah, and he's designed everything from you know, major major watch brands. You know, iconic some iconic pieces out there. So. Um, he, he wears one of ours, which is cool. I so, love it. Yeah. And the one feature that people may overlook, you know, Jamie and I are the same age. And, uh, as we start to move into those years where reading glasses may be required, um, your watch in the middle of the night, uh, when Jamie's dog wakes him up at 4 a.m., you can look at your watch in the middle of the night and you enhanced, you can read the watch. Oh, yeah. It glows all night long. It's really bright. So those were the kind of things that we wanted to perfect, you know, and improve instead of kind of what's going on now where they kind of, that's a way to cut cut, cut costs and cut some dollars. It's, it's not what we wanted to do. So, yeah. you know, all those things, those little things. I love things that you say are, we. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. That's well, the mark you know, of a great take, leader. Well, it just takes, it's it's a team of us. I mean, for sure. You know, I had some ideas, but as far as 
executing and building and designing a watch, there was even a lot more to it than I even could imagine when I got started. And yeah. I think, you know, going back to entrepreneurs in, in some sense or um, a little naive in what they do is that they get going and they think about something and they want it done and they really don't, you know, kind of understand just how difficult sometimes it is to do. So, you know, we had some great design guys that worked with us that, you know, built really a fantastic watch. Not only, you know, I think from the way it looks, but just from the fit, finish, the way it feels, uh, how it how it performs. You know, it, it just is a it's a really nice I watch. It. I love yeah. it. It's a great Texas story right here in the Seaholme district, named after the Seaholme building in downtown Austin. Uh, Todd Adams, founder of Seaholme Watches, automatic watches here available. They're, they're for sale over at um, and certainly on your website, but at Sportsman's Finest. If sure. someone wanted to touch them and. And uh, and where Jamie and I both wear a sea home, and you know, back to the morning, the Chiefs Boots morning story. You had to go back not just once, but a number of times, and really without knowing it, breaking bread, having a glass of wine, whatever you're drinking over there. Uh, you remember those dinners, and it really you had to apply without consciously knowing it the formula of no care, then challenge the watchmakers. You had to know them, and you ended up getting to know those watchmakers in Switzerland that, that were right there. But then then you had to demonstrate, no, I really care about you, and by going back and back. And finally, you were able to challenge them. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we started the process, it was three years of kind of developing the watches before we even launched. You know, they said it's kind of like, you know, building a house or any huge project you take on. It's going to be – there's going to be give and take and things – don't always go to plan and for sure it didn't and we've made several trips to switzerland to, to work things out you know i still talk to him today i mean uh, oh that's last cool. week you know so really I, I check in with him i you know talk to him on social media and things like that i call him so you know they're as much friends as we are that's you cool know, business partners these days for sure well Jamie and I, we, we wear Chiso's boots, we wear Seahome watches, we eat at Antonelli's Cheese Shop. We support Texas companies that are right here, birthed in the ATX, the capital of the great state. And uh, your watch now, uh, we, we're going to come back to this at, uh, at our caller here at, at 1030 on Don't Tell My Wife Stables. And, you know, you, you, you trusted us uh, enough to go to Fort Worth, Texas, to meet at the Colonial Country Club, and sit down with one of the founders of Don't Tell My Wife Stables, and Kirk Godby, our second baseman at TCU from the 1980s when we were playing against Billy Bates and Sheraldi and all the great Longhorns that we just could not overcome. And he painted a picture for you that was unbelievable at the time. Five years ago, about the time you started the watch company, and said, listen, my goal here is to uh, buy a, a horse, acquire a horse at a reasonable amount and take it all the way have a lot of fun win but eventually and he said this he was unafraid like you he said but eventually win the kentucky derby i'm knocking on wood and he said i'd love i'd love to have my your watch on my wrist well by golly it's happening it's happening on the 6th of may and you're going to be there at the final stretch club and kirk gobby's going to be wearing a sea home watch folks the story it just keeps going and going you were there at yeah, Colonial. It was absolutely, it's, it's unbelievable. It's really, it, it truly is. And I think, you know, Kirk and I 
and you we bonded over kind of that same experience and that same kind of time frame that we were in and a lot of ideas and big plans and you know getting there is is you know very difficult <laughs> many times and you go through a lot and especially the last few years but when um, when we get back from the banks at 360 you're going to hear directly from Keith DeSormo the trainer of Confidence Game, the people's horse from the people's stable, don't tell my wife's stables, and Kirk Godby. Keith DeSormo and Kirk Godby met on the backstretch and bonded a friendship that has resulted in not one but now two horses in the Kentucky Derby. The people's horse. We'll be back. Well, Fort Worth has crossed our minds, certainly crossed the minds of uh, the Longhorn fans last night as the uh, Longhorns uh, won 66-60 against the Horned Frogs and now will face the Rock Chalk Jayhawk KU basketball team in uh, the Big 12 championship money grab before the big dance. And uh, coming to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline, always remember the Cantina, well, he is the man that we trust. He has the eyes on the ground. Uh, we know him. He cares for our horses. He challenges them. There's no one like him in the world. He's at b- the best at what he does. Uh, he's the great Cajun out of Louisiana, Lafayette, calling that home, and that is Keith DeSormo, the head trainer of Don't Tell My Wife Stable, a name that he uh, he doesn't approve of, but he's embraced now. Keith, welcome to the high ground. It's great that you're here. Yeah, man, thank you. Uh that was a hell of an in- introduction. Thank you. Well, you're, you're you're a remarkable man of character, and um, we've met a, a couple of times briefly, but you've had bigger things to do when we have met. And you know, your history is is well documented. The success, but you, you on the other line here in studio is Kirk Godby, a man that really is is your brother that you met. Um, you know, on the backstretch, and t- talk a little bit about how you first met and how that friendship has grown into one that is, frankly, historic. Yeah. Well, Kirk and I immediately hit it off. We were lucky enough to both be uh, uh, trying to uh, cut our teeth in the horse business probably 30 years ago, and uh, we immediately uh, took to each other got on the basketball court, got on the tennis court, and, and talked about whiskey, women, and sports. You know, we bonded immediately. Well, Kirk Godby, you are on the other line. Uh, you remember that historic first encounter with Keith DeSormo. Uh, congratulations, Kirk, co-founder of Don't Tell My Wife Stables. Thank you, Colonel. Um, great to be here. And, yeah, it was. Uh, I'll never forget that day, matter of fact. I had a baseball uh, shirt on. I was in a stall, and Keith was um, walking a horse around the barn and stopped and said something to me in his Cajun accent. And I literally had a hard time understanding what he was saying. We got two guys from two neighboring states that I, I, it was hard. So he <laughs> probably couldn't understand me either. So but anyway, like his case said, we hit it and off. Not, now you know who Exaggerator was named after. <laughs> <laughs> Exaggerator, the first horse in Don't Tell My Wife Stable who reached historic heights. Since then, you've had um, 
you've had three horses really um you've had uh, don't tell um, i'm sorry you had my boy jack five years ago who ran fifth in the kentucky derby you had candy candy raid who ran in the kentucky oaks the philly and uh, now you're you're on the path to another kentucky derby on the 6th of may with the people's horse confidence game uh, keith you know kirk has explained what you look for in a horse but now everyone's watching you at some of these sales and uh, you got to come up with some clever ways to um, bid and, and purchase these horses. You know, when you saw Confidence Game walk across that stage, if you will, uh, what did you see that others did not? Well, I think uh, this horse honestly was not hard to uh, recognize as a future talent. Uh, all of the uh, parameters that we look for, size, balance, uh, proper confirmation, athleticism, nice, smooth, athletic walk. You know, I tell people, you watch Michael Jordan walk uh, compared to his counterparts. He has a different swagger, uh, and that's what I look for. Uh, and confidence game had it all. To get down to the nuts and bolts of it, uh, every horse in those sales are x-rayed and ultrasounded and uh, – Every medical, uh, modern metal, medical technology that you can find in order to uh, approve uh, the innards are, are done for these horses. And that's what I'm getting at. Uh, Confidence Game had something that the doctors did not approve of on his x-rays, I imagine. And uh, that's what kept the other people away. Uh, and that's when I come in. I look at, I'm looking for athletes and athletes only. The doctors can, can, uh, um, try to foresee what they can, but, uh, I know what I'm seeing from the outside and I'm looking at a tight jointed sound horse and, uh, it doesn't always work out, but obviously on this one it did. So what you're trying to say is that if I want to go buy a racehorse, I look for one that looks like Michael Jordan. That's that's right. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if right. no. Hold on now. I said swagger. I don't know if swagger <laughs> is something physical that you can look for. That's an innate thing. So uh, yes, but that's definitely one of the things we look for: swagger. Right. And we and we pass in the guy that looked like that that walks like Pippin. So we, we <laughs> <laughs> Keith, Keith DeSormo and Kirk Gobby are with us. When the idea that Kirk Gobby came up with for Don't Tell My Wife Stables, and Kirk, you can explain that, that on the coordinating calls, one particular uh, founding father of Don't Tell My Wife Stables kept saying, my gosh, I can't believe we're doing this, but just don't tell my wife. That's how you came to the name. But talk about when you first met, uh, when you first presented the Don't Tell My Wife Stables model to Keith the Sormo yeah. and how that took off. Yeah, Keith Keith and I talked one day back in 2010, and he said, man, you got to get some guys together and we'll claim a horse and, you know, let's, let's, have some, let's just have some fun. And um, we did, and that's when that process started. We Keith claimed a horse for $5,000 for us, and um, I think there was eight original founding um, partners and Don't Tell My Wife Stables, and um, – you know, we had some, some, some success, and we formed a couple other little claiming partnerships, and Keith was claiming them, and we had one horse that won, I think, three times in a row. I have a big picture of him on my wall. His name was Alcazar, um, big frame picture of him, just to always kind of reflect back where all this started. 
And we had another horse, Jet Raider, that Keith picked out for us. I think he won four turf races in a row. And then from there, um, you know, partners like Matt Bryan and and others decided, like, hey, man, we need to, we need to, you know, let's put some more money in and let's have Keith, you know, buy some yearlings. So that's that's kind of when the next step happened. And you know, since uh, twenty, I guess twenty eleven or so, um, Keith was buying a couple of horses a year for us and. In fact, in 2014, he picked out uh, Curlin Philly at the Keeneland Sale name uh, that, we, that you named, Colonel, uh, Danette. And um, I happened to be at that sale earlier in the week. And uh, when Keith talked about Michael Jordan, that's exactly what he told me uh, that day. He said, I, what, I said, what are you looking for? And he said, well, if you walk in that ring and then Michael Jordan walks in that ring behind you, I can tell the difference in athleticism. And so, um, but we took it from there and, and, you know, Danette went to the Breeders' Cup, uh, juvenile Philly, um, grade one Philly. And then um, we ended up with, uh, I guess our, our 16 group ended up with my boy, Jack. I think we bought five horses that year. Um, and then, you know, it just, you know, I tell people, you know, if, as long as Keith's picking horses for you, you've got a shot to have a great horse, and boy, he proved it. Well, we trust in Keith DeSormo from afar, Keith. You don't know how many people have so much respect for you, and uh, we were gathered around the, a big screen television watching uh, the the run at Oaklawn on the, on the Rebel, and uh, what can you say about our jockey? And I say our because I, I feel like I know him, even though I haven't met him yet, James Graham. Just uh, it seems like he and Confidence Game, the people's horse, have a great connection. Yep. Um, sorry, my my mind kind of wandered there. I'm, I'm I'm out here watching horses train at Santa Anita, as you know. Uh, they we are two hours behind you there, so we're right in right in the middle of training, and <laughs> wow. kind of wandered off. Yeah, yeah James Graham. Uh, yeah, he does feel like part of the family, doesn't he? Uh, uh, he 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 started this whole thing off back in 2013 when he won on a horse called. I struck a nerve in the uh, Risen Star at 120 to 1, I think. So, uh, yeah, James has been on the team for a while. We trust him. He's loyal. And uh, it's nice when when uh, you, you have that kind of team feel. Because in, in this game, man, these jockeys are jumping ship on every uh, prospect that seems better. Uh, I don't think we have to worry about that with James. He, he'll be along for the – hopefully – a long ride throughout the summer. Now, no question, James Graham. I loved his interview post race at the Rebel and at Oakland. I loved your interview too, Keith. Just an authentic <laughs> uh, interview, and I love what you said about the how about these crazy owners behind us. Yeah, and I and I did pick up on the French that you used uh, immediately after the race. Um, but yeah, I let it fly there. Sorry about that, but you know when you catch a man, and that that's pure raw emotion. They caught me at the right time, so I hope. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it came off as a, a good thing, not 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 negative. No, you're a, you're a good man with a great heart. And when what I loved about the the rebel is that the the jockey he never changed leads from what I saw and from what I've learned with uh, confidence game the the people's horse. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite get that i think it's as easy as this he was too busy running to worry about why about technique uh he had his mind on what he was uh trying to accomplish and he just didn't 
switch over to his right lead. That's something that comes very natural. Some horses don't uh, do it because of other issue, issues, obstinance. Maybe they're sore somewhere. But this horse is clean and as sound as they come, and he's never had trouble switching leads before. So I just attribute that to uh, he had his mind on winning. Well, as an owner of three of three point one seven percent of uh, a horse with a lot of heart, the, the the people's horse, and you representing all of the crazy owners out there of don't tell my wife stables, Keith, we we love you and and thank you really for all you're doing. And and I'll tell you, not only do you know the horses and you got a keen eye to pick out you know the athletes, but but you care for those horses. I mean, the, the number one priority in everything you do, and, and Kirk Godby has shared this with me many times, is the, is the horse. We care. We, you make every decision based on the, the needs and the care and the health of the horse. Of course. There's nothing that bothers me more than either not only my own employees and partners that might say something negative about a horse, but the, the people in the industry as a whole. Anytime you, you, you talk down or against these horses you realize that you're you're basically bashing your living these horses are why we're here so we try to create always a positive environment regardless of the level of talent with the horse and uh you know that's one great thing about this business you might have a five thousand dollar claiming claimer in the stable he's not getting any extra or different care than confidence game is so we try to provide and, 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 and keep them happy and strong and, and confident, for lack of a better word, and, and, and they take care of the rest. Well, Keith DeSormo, we, we trust you. We love you. We're thankful of how you care for the horses. And one, of, one of the most important things that Kirk Gobby wanted to do when he started this in 2010 with his partner Rob Slack and a couple others was, was make sure that we did it the right way uh, with integrity, um, authentically and in and a little bit differently um, with a group of people that really couldn't participate at the highest levels like some of these other um, folks that but we wanted to get in and and quite frankly our goal that we talked about at the colonial country club five years ago uh, with you know guys sitting here to my right was not just to be in it but to win it and um, I know I'm knocking yeah. on wood as a baseball guy, and a lot of things have to happen before that occurs. But you've got the attention of of uh, the people in the great state of Texas, certainly, and in uh, this radio station, and this radio station family. Um, and this is the people's horse. This is the one to get behind. This will be a national news story <coughs> that that will catch legs. And uh, Keith, I know you're busy. Kirk, stay on the line. Keith, go do what you do best, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. Uh, somewhere, um, I know we'll run into each other somewhere in, in Churchill Downs on, on May the 6th. Uh, hopefully, it's a, yeah, on the first Saturday in May, I'll see you there. All right, Keith, uh, we'll see you on the high ground. Kirk Gobby, uh, stay with us here. Thank as, you, sir. You bet, Keith. Seated to my right is Todd Adams. Um, we were talking about it early. You met Todd Adams, the founder of Sea Home Watches at the Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, and uh, you actually said these words. My goal is to have your watch in the owner's box of the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, that's uh, just a true story. And uh, luckily, uh, I had that same watch on at the Kentucky Oaks in the in the owner's box, uh, owner's suite last year. So, uh, but yeah, and one thing that um, you know, 
about Keith and, and the Derby many years ago, and he doesn't remember remember me saying this, but I do. And this must have been around maybe a little after we started the stable. I looked at him. I said, we're going to win a Kentucky Derby together. And um, he doesn't remember that. But, boy, we sure, you know, thankful that we have made it. But, you know, we just hope that things work out and, and that we can actually do that. It'll be, it would be a lot of fun. But, but um, um, yeah, look, it's, it's going to be a total blast. And um, I had the Sea Home Watch on during the Rebel and with my Chizos boots. And um, I don't think I'm going to be changing anything up. We'll be back here in a short break. Stay with us, Kirk Gobby. We'll finish up with you. We'll talk about the logistics involved with getting 98 folks from across the Texas and how we there's a waiting list. We want to get J.J. Gotch on that waiting list. We're taking Ross Perot's 737 up and back on Saturday, May 6th. T.Y., we'll be back. Wagner Wire. This is Trace Atkins, and I still can't believe Flowers has his own radio show. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You never can tell who Keith DeSormo is going to bid on a horse that walks and talks and moves like Larry Bird or Michael Jordan or or uh, Monty Tao. What? Monty Tao. Anybody remember Monty Tao? No. If you can text in who Monty Tao played for before we end this show, I'll buy you something nice, like a sweet tea. Uh, Kirk Godby still with us on the high ground, founder of Don't Tell My Wife Stables. Kirk, uh, we're loading up Ross Perot, 737, 98 folks. You got a waiting list right now. We want to put J.J. Gotch on that waiting list. Um, so just add him to your spreadsheet. Uh, but talk about what your focus is on now for the next couple of months, not knowing where a confidence game is or is not going to run, but from the logistics side of getting 98 fans, friends, and owners to Churchill Downs. Yeah, it's quite the heavy lift, Craig. Um, luckily, I've done it a couple times before, so um, thank goodness for uh, for spreadsheets. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, starting the the Monday after the race a couple of weeks ago, um, that's when it all kicked into gear. And um, the you know you take everything to the partners first of the horse, and and within three and a half days that plane was full. Um, you know, my spreadsheet has eight different tabs on it from the list of plane passengers to who I need to FedEx tickets to, to paddock passes, to a seating chart to get folks together um, in the right areas, to parking passes, to the post position draw. I mean, it's there's a lot to it, but uh, luckily, like I said, I've done it a couple times. And currently right now we have 209 people um, going to this race. So... Um, I would, really couldn't be, wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for Churchill Downs uh, opening the Homestretch Club last year uh, at the Oaks and Derby. That's when they they opened it. It's just a beautiful um, hospitality area with the longest bar they say in Kentucky, um, with uh, outdoor seating um, right there off the rail. Um, and they have, you know, um, if I had to guess, maybe 3,000 seats in that area. So <clears throat> that's what allowed me to – we had 113 go to the Oaks. And Churchill Down, I work with their, their you know, premium ticket manager that's assigned to me. And 
it just it made it so much easier. You know, I'd say, hey, I need I need 15 more, I need 20 more, and and so forth. So that you know, thankfully we have that, and it makes ticketing a lot easier um, versus the My Boy Jack, which was a much more difficult task trying to find boxes and tickets and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, the plane. Um, uh, I know everybody had a great time last year, and, and um, lo- looking looking forward to, to doing that again. Well, the, if folks want to purchase Confidence Game swag, I guess you've got some uh, soon available. I mean, he, he qualified for the Kentucky Derby so early, you may not even have any available right now, but he is the people's horse from the people's stables. Yeah, we're, we're, we're working on that. We've got the logo uh, finalized, hats are in the works. Uh, we've got uh, koozies um, have been ordered. We've got buttons. Um, my partner, Rob Slack, has uh, kind of done some things using Cafe Press uh, that you can buy various different items with the Confidence Game logo or the Don't Tell My Watch Stables logo. So anyway, more to come on that, Colonel. The People's Horse Confidence Game. Follow him. Hey, if he wins the Kentucky Derby... <laughs> well, you may not see me on the high ground for a while. Great to be in studio, Jamie Frazier. I'm looking forward to our weekend together, my friend. Let's go watch the Jaspers try to just hang in there against these Longhorns. Todd Adams, see home watches. We'll see you on the high ground. Just before you draw your terminal.